podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Uh, we're looking ahead, um, obviously, to game week 32. It's a blank game week. Um, a lot of free hit chips being played, um, but this is for those and also those who aren't uh, fielding their free hit chip and, and just who, who want to get the best player in and best player to captain. Um, we're going to be considering the best captain this week because it's a blank game week for Man City, Manchester United, Brighton and Chelsea. Importantly, that means Haaland isn't here to um, break the captaincy video uh, and to stop us just saying Captain Harland and go home. Uh, my name is Joe and joining me to look at the best captaincy candidates is fantasy football scout writer Mark. Mark, how are you? Good, thanks Joe. Yeah, not too bad. Um, my team has kind of stood still over the last few weeks, which is a bit frustrating. So that might force me to be a bit more maverick with the free hit perhaps, but um, it hasn't stood still like your no. phenomenal Grey arrows, has it? I know. I got a grey arrow last week and I was so close. I was within 30 ranking points, uh, ranking places from a, another grey arrow. And if I'd have got two grey arrows, I mean, I, I wouldn't have just given up, but I basically would have completed FPL. That's better than winning it. Uh, that's better than going to a VIP trip to whichever ground and getting a stress ball or whatever it is, uh, two grey hours in a row. I'd, they'd, they'd be carrying me through the streets of Somerset uh, forevermore with that. Um, so let's have a look at the captaincy here. So we've got, we've got, I mean, Mo Salah, I mean, I'm going to say it here now, Mo Salah is going to be the favoured one, um, but there are other options. And because there's so many free hit chips, we can get whoever we want, really. Um, so we want to try and get the best captain um, and also look at some alternatives as well if you want to go a bit different, because I think many people will be captaining Mo Salah, especially on the on a free hit chip. So let's have a look at the worst defences and I'll put the fixtures next to them as well. Um, we can see that Arsenal and Liverpool at home and I think most people are going to be looking towards a Liverpool asset or an Arsenal asset, as I said, Mo Salah in contention. So I really wanted to focus on the worst teams away and to see really where Southampton and uh, who face Arsenal and Nottingham Forest who face Liverpool stand in that really. So, I mean, looking at these, I'll, I'll go through these figures in a minute, especially for the benefit of those uh, listening on the podcast. But um, for you at the moment, Mark, looking at, you know, how how bad these away defences are, the likes of Everton are, are really bad, but Nottingham Forest look particularly bad. Who, how does this favour you? Do you, you? Are you sort of sticking with Mo Salah? Are you thinking of another Liverpool asset? Where, where's your where's your thinking at the moment? It, it's most likely going to be the the Salah option. Um, two goals at Leeds just sort of solidified that, I think, amongst the community. And Forrest are particularly poor down their left flank, Ooh. which is perfect for Salah. I, okay. I think no, no team has conceded more chances down their left flank in their last six. Salah's on the right, on, on the same flank. So, okay. yeah, um, whether he's on penalties or not, I hope don't not. know. <laughs> I hope not after two misses, but that's that's a bit of bit of nugget of great advice there. Um, that they're that not only are they bad away, but they're really bad on exactly the flank where Mo Salah mm. plays. Mm. Totally, okay. and he might not even need penalties as we've seen recently. He's excelled over recent weeks despite missing two. So the only thing that the only thing that holds me back from Salah is that I remember thinking like this before the the nine nil against Bournemouth. Remember that? Yeah. 
He got he, he got really, nothing from that, did he? He got a clean sheet point, but uh, that's it. Yeah, so don't want to be burnt twice. But okay. using logic, yeah, um, he's a he's a very good option. Okay, I mean, just to look at those stats again, just remind people of the fixtures. Arsenal uh, play on the Friday night at home to Southampton. Um, But then we have some other bad defences as well. Everton are particularly bad. They play Palace on Saturday. Uh, Nottingham Forest, we've just spoken about. They play Liverpool uh, on Saturday as well. Um, And Manchester United aren't playing. Leicester uh, aren't playing away. They're playing at home. And there is some modicum of faith there in James Madison, but no no one else. But this certainly um, leads poor... Uh, away form certainly does elevate Fulham <laughs> assets it, for those who want to go ultra maverick with the captaincy. So in terms of expected goals conceded, Everton are the worst with getting on for 14 they're expected to concede and they have. So they're as bad as their stats say. Uh, no clean sheets. They're really bad. Um, Manchester United aren't playing. Leicester aren't away. Um, as, and they face uh, they place Wolves as well. I don't think anyone's really going to be going uh, captaining on that one. But moving down the list, Leeds expected goals conceded of 12. They've in fact conceded 11. Um, no clean sheets. Um, so that does bode well for those if you've got Fulham assets. Nottingham Forest are next. Um, they're getting, they've expected to have conceded around 11. They've in fact conceded 14. So marginally unlucky, but they're still pretty poor away. This is last six away matches, by the way. No clean sheets. And then moving right the way down there with Southampton, expected goals conceded 8 Point three one. Now that is miles, miles away. If we can measure numbers in miles, um, that's miles away from those the likes of Leeds and Nottingham Forest in terms of poor away form. They've just conceded six goals away from home, and they've had two clean sheets. And I look at this, um, and I would have, you know, I've got an open mind. I'm not tied to Mo Salah and Liverpool, but this really puts me off. This just this stat alone puts me off Arsenal. Uh, assets for the captaincy. What, what about you? If you know, pretend pretend Mo Salah's not there, would you would you consider Arsenal? I'd certainly consider it, but um, as you say, Southampton's stats there are quite good, and and those two away clean sheets recently were at Chelsea and Man United. So if 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 they have a similar sort of game plan, it could be quite frustrating okay. for, for Arsenal players. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'd be totally up to it. I know I, in my free hit, I'll probably triple up on Arsenal attackers, mm. but might just have to be prepared for heartbreak if Southampton decide to repeat their formula. Okay. Yeah. So basically Southampton are bad. We're not saying Southampton are great. It's just away from home. They're not actually as bad as we think they are. Um, mm. So it is it's sort of making me rethink a triple Arsenal. Um, but it's certainly put me off Arsenal for the captaincy. Although I do think they've got some great, um, great players. As we're going to see in a second, we've got I've got another table here. Expected goal involvement last how many have I done it? Last four matches, uh, and also a tiny reminder on the screen uh, to do press that like button and do uh, do subscribe if you're not already. And and also that all our videos are available as podcasts during the week as well, so you can listen to us rather than watch us. Um, so looking at the last four matches, let's just go down the list and I'll get your thoughts on each one of these. Jesus, uh, 27 points in the last four matches, four goals, expected, uh, expected uh, minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty, every 71.9 minutes. Um, that is absolutely huge. That's, um, more, well, you know, more than a goal, a goal involvement a game. Um 
He's been absolutely electric since he's come back. Um, it's it's the minutes though that's a problem with Jesus. He probably gets subbed off, but other than that, and Southampton, he's 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 a possibility, isn't he, for the captaincy? Yeah, he is. Um, this game week thirty three is in midweek, isn't it? The weekend after, mm. the week afterwards, so there could be an issue there with with minutes being managed. But yeah, he's he's started the last three after coming back from injury, and he's scored four times. That's a fantastic rate, and he seems to be bringing the best out of Martinelli, for example. So he's just Arsenal. He's come back at the right time for Arsenal, basically. Okay. Okay, so he's in the chat. If you want to be different for the captaincy, Solanke, we mentioned him on the Goals Imminent video and podcast earlier in the week. Uh, 28 points he's had, two goals, um, and a minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty. Every 92 minutes, pretty much a goal involvement a game. He's actually got two assists as well. There's loads of routes to points. Um, If I was a Maverick manager... Or drunk. <laughs> I'd probably captain Solanke. <laughs> he's a good option, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not too bad. He, he's, he's got the form. He's got the underlying stats recently. He's got the fixture. Bournemouth look quite all right mm. at the moment. So, yeah, picking him and possibly captaining him, that's not too crazy. Um Next on this is Salah, and and I think this really is is here. He's here to sort of cement what we already think about him because sometimes you can think, oh, Mo Salah, he's got he's at home to Nottingham Forest. Let's captain him, but does he have the stats to actually back that up as well? Um, well, we can see here he does. He's just behind Solanke with a minutes per expected goal involvement, non penalty of every hundred and five point nine minutes. So that's just over uh, a goal a goal involvement a game. No assists, but he's the goals man. I mean, it goes in waves, doesn't he, with Salah? Sometimes he's getting assists and not scoring and he's the goals man at the moment 26 fpl points last four um and uh, but marginally just ever so marginally uh overperforming according to the expected goal involvement delta stats um so i mean this just cements our view really that Salah's probably the best choice this week yeah um we've, we've just put a piece out on on the scout site on um on the liverpool assets okay. and pointed out that Salah in both halves of the season, has had a five-game goalless streak. But at the same time, once that's over, he tends to make up for that. And I think he might be in that period. Um, he, he hasn't had his five-game goalless streak for a few weeks now. And obviously Liverpool have won 7-0 against Man United, 6-1 against Leeds. It's a good time. And sometimes the most logical pick is the best pick. Um, if you weren't Captain Salah and go for another Liverpool assets, well, I mean, you, you, you're talking about the, the article on uh, Fancy Football Scout about Liverpool assets. Um, who who would be second best out of Liverpool? The big question is whether Klopp will manage the minutes of his... Now that Luis Diaz is back, he's got six mm. forwards for three spots, really. But at the same time, Liverpool have... have been a bit frustrating recently and they've just won 6-1 so does Klopp really change that lineup? if he doesn't then it's sort of Gakpo and Jota in the driving seat Jota is classified as a forward there's a lot of competition there at the moment but Gakpo especially if you want a free hit Gakpo is a midfielder um, sort of deployed as more of a centre forward as well so 
personally quite like him. I don't know okay. about you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Gakpo's in my free hit draft at the moment. Uh, Jota was yesterday. <laughs> and it will <laughs> go like that. And I'll get the wrong one. But one of them will be. I do prefer that rather than a defensive double up. I think no matter how bad Nottingham Forest are, I I do believe they'll score. Um, And I do believe Liverpool concede. And that would be very frustrating. Um, Next up on the list is Ollie Watkins. Absolute sensation. FPL points is 40. 40 FPL points. Last four matches. He's he's averaging 10 points a game. He's had five goals and an assist. um, And and he's got the expected stats to prove it as well. Uh, Every... uh, uh, minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 113 minutes. Um, it's, it's, the fact he plays Brentford, though, slightly puts me off the captaincy. I think he's a good asset this week, but probably not for the captaincy. Wouldn't you agree? We're not for the captaincy. I, I did look into Brentford a little bit in the fact that I think they've only kept one clean sheet in 10 mm. and conceded the most shots on target this season, which was oh. a surprise. And yeah. Watkins is keeping up is having a lot of shots on target right now in, in this incredible run of form. So um, combining those two together, it's fair to assume you might get a lot of shots on target. But, okay. Well, he's um, certainly put, tucking him away. As, as as he himself said, calling himself in the third person, um, look for Ollie to his teammates. Just look for him. And uh, and I'm, I'm sure he'll have a lot of shots. <laughs> uh, don't know about goals, but a lot of shots. Kane's next. I'm going to sketch over Kane a bit because I don't think people are going to captain him. Although people might just for the kudos of it being Kane. But he's only had 24 points in comparison. FPL points, that is, over the last four matches. Um, but nevertheless, has scored three goals over his last four matches. Um, but his minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty, is, is getting on for like every couple of hours now. Uh, more than that, 135 minutes there um but he is marginally underperforming um but i'm going to go for martinelli and saka next they're the next two on our list here uh martinelli f30 points saka 20 uh minutes per expected goal involvement non-penalty every 160 minutes for martinelli for saka miles off 251 um so uh martinelli two goals three assists saka with two goals uh one assist so not to say that saka can't return but basically just I think Saka's going to be a popular captain's choice because he has been favoured by people in the past. But I think Martinelli's definitely overtaken him now if you're going to captain an Arsenal player. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. And because Arsenal play on Friday night, they play mm. first, there's a slight chance that we may get some Ooh. team info. You know, you know what it's like on Twitter. Um, and if, if we do get confirmation that Martinelli starts then yeah that probably does put him ahead of Saka really um he's third most points this season okay second most penalty area touches uh he's he, he may be quite a bit cheaper than Saka but he's he's got the form he's got the season long numbers he's he's got everything okay good stuff what was that again it was the second second most penalty area touches Yes, yeah. Of okay. all players? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not just... Okay, but that's, I just wanted to reiterate that because that is quite quite, quite the stat. Um, okay, let's move on to our picks based on all that we've been discussing. Um, so I'll get you to go first. Um, okay, your uh, who, who are your top three picks? So I have got... Yeah, Salah. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. And... Out of the Arsenal ones, despite everything that has been said about Southampton, yeah. there, um, gone for Gabriel Jesus 
as the second one, just mm-hmm. because he's he's the striker and he's the focal and he's got the form, everything. And as hinted at there, gone for Martinelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the third one. Um yeah, I just think they're all really strong options. Okay. Yeah, I think it's telling that, that Saka doesn't feature in any of our three picks. So my two picks are similar, but slightly different. Um, uh, I've got Mohamed Salah first um, uh, for, you know, for the, all the reasons we've discussed, really, uh, the opposition and his own form. And just the, the he should be nailed on. Um, famous last words, but he should be. Martinelli is my favourite. If you're going to go for an Arsenal asset, uh, Martinelli. It's actually Southampton's away form that puts me off. Any Arsenal assets, though. So he is firmly second choice. Third choice is Ollie Watkins in my team. Um, for me, he sort of um, replaced Kane in my thinking. Kane has always been that reliable guy that can score whenever he did let us down last week. But Ollie Watkins currently is just not letting us down. Um, and so I think he is an actual, a genuinely good captaincy pick, not just this week, but weeks to come. I think he's fixture proof. He's in the form of his life. Um, so I, I do really like him in that. But um, yeah, so we've got some choices there. Um, but it's, it's Mo Salah, isn't it? Before we go, it's got to be him, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't <laughs> can't see us going away from him. Um, thanks a lot for joining me, Mark. I hope we've given everyone um, some food for thought around uh, their captaincy picks. We know Harland. We have to look elsewhere. Salah's going to be popular, but there will be. It could be an opportunity to go for someone who might score even more. Um, and also, we've uh, hopefully got some of those names in the reckoning there. Um, thanks a lot for joining us. Um, plenty more videos and podcasts coming up uh, the rest of this week, uh, especially um, some drafts around free hits and and the such like. And uh, uh, good luck with your game week, uh, and good luck to your with your game week as well, Mark. See you soon. You too. Bye.